Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Rustic Preacher Podcast. I'm your host, the Rustic Preacher, and today we bring you another episode, um, and the topic actually comes from a question that a listener sent in. So I just wanted to start with uh, some of you uh, that are just tuning in to the Rustic Preacher Podcast. I encourage you to go back and, and listen to past episodes, but a few episodes back, I actually gave our email address that if you have any questions or uh, concerns or feedback that you would like to reach out to us, you can reach out to us at the Rustic Preacher Podcast at gmail.com. So you can email us any questions or ideas for topics or feedback, um, anything like that, and we might choose one of your questions or ideas to talk about on a future episode. So again, that email is the Rustic Preacher Podcast at gmail.com. Anyways, back to the episode today. Um, The topic actually uh, is a question, and I'll read that question here for you. Can you talk about forgiveness, forgiving others, and forgiving yourself? What a great topic. What a great question. I really am thankful for that question. And I want to proceed today with some caution and just start out by saying this is a little bit of of a difficult topic to cover especially in a short time period, because there's a lot that goes into the topic of forgiveness. And also, it's a sensitive subject, because when there is forgiveness needed, whether to others or to ourselves, uh, there is usually pain involved, hurt involved, and often there is wounds. So it is a sensitive subject, and I in no way want to upset anyone today or confuse anybody on the topic, but I will try to be sensitive and thorough in in the amount of time I have to speak on it. Um, So to start out with, um, I want to define what forgiveness is. Okay, What is forgiveness? And to start with by doing this, what I want to do is actually tell you what forgiveness is not. And the reason I feel I need to do this is because I believe we have taught forgiveness wrong in the church uh, for some quite some time, or we have misled people. And one of the most popular phrases I hear in regards to forgiveness, I think had good intent, but is often misleading. And that phrase is, forgive and forget. Again, that phrase that I've often heard, and maybe you have too, or maybe you never have, is forgive and forget. So to help define forgiveness, I want to tell you what it is not. And it is not forget. Forgiveness does not mean forgetfulness. And too often in the church and outside of the church, the witness that we give, the testimony of forgiveness, is oftentimes the advi- it comes in the form of advice of, oh, just forget about it. Uh, just stop, just let it go, right? Let go and let God. Well, I love the term let go and let God, but there is proper procedure in how that is done. And it doesn't just mean someone's off the hook or that you just become naive to something that happened or turn a blind eye. That is not forgiveness. That is not biblical and that does not represent the character of God. Now, 
as we dig in, I want you to understand what forgiveness is. Simply, if I was just to divine, uh, define forgiveness, it means to freely give kindness that is not deserved. Notice here, it is freely give kindness or favor or grace is the word actually used uh, in the Bible. To freely give grace is how forgiveness is, is, is translated from the Greek. To freely give grace that is not deserved. So with that terminology, what we have is we have an action that we give that is kind to someone or something that could be ourself, others, or whatever it may be, when it is not deserved. That means there's a need. And that need is not dictated by human merit or action. And, and right off the bat, when I give you that definition, you might say, well, that's kind of similar to forgive and forget, right? No, no, no. It's, it's very different, actually. Like I said, when forgiveness is needed, it is often because someone's been hurt or there has been pain involved. Someone has, has hurt somebody. That could be physically, emotionally, um, mentally. Uh, it, it could be even without them even knowing they, they have hurt you. It, it, could be, it, it could not even be intentional, but it, it often is intentional. Maybe it even comes from being misled, or, or maybe it's uh, happened from a lie. Maybe you've even lied to yourself and hurt yourself. Maybe it's shifted blame. Whatever it is, whatever has happened to you, to me, to us, that has hurt us, it has caused a wound. And any time there is a wound, there is a chance for infection. And any time there is wound, a wound needs wound care, which means it needs to be taken care of. It needs to be addressed why? So that there can be healing. I just want to say today that if you have been hurt, wounded, and you have not healed yet, you are in great need of forgiveness because forgiveness brings healing. Forgiveness, in a sense is penicillin to an infection. It's antibiotics to a virus. It's, it's, it's to, to an illness, to, a, to back, bad bacteria, right? It, it is a cure. So we need forgiveness in our life. So there should be no question of the need for forgiveness. And I hope by defining it, we have some uh, a baseline to start with as we move forward that when I say you need forgiveness, I'm not saying that you need to forget what happened or you need to just let it go and move on. It's not a big deal. I, no, I'm, I'm not taking it lightly. I am cautious and, and I'm trying to be kind and gentle and sensitive because wounds hurt and they are tender. 
but we need forgiveness to help us heal. So I thought of a verse, actually in Ephesians chapter 5, um, it deals with the topic of forgiveness. Actually, Ephesians chapter 4, I'm sorry. Ephesians chapter 4 talks about forgiveness. I'm going to go to verse 31, and I'm actually going to read verse 31 uh, because it sets us up for verse 32 that tells us to forgive. Verse 31, starting in chapter 4 of Ephesians, in verse 31, it says, Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice. Then verse 32 says, Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. Well, why would I pick this verse? Why... why Ephesians chapter 4, verse 31 through 32. I mean, the Bible, there are so many verses that discuss forgiveness. A ton of different verses. But I believe Ephesians chapter 4, verse 31 and 32 gives us kind of a bullet point picture, um, kind of the structure of cause and effect, I would say. The cause and effect, the what happens and, and why is there a need. And the insight in this is actually from verse 31. You will notice the word bitterness, right? Ephesians 31 says, uh, Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you. Now, it gives wrath, anger, clamor, slander. All these things come after bitterness, and I, I don't think that's a coincidence in the lineup. Because bitterness, right, how do we define bitterness? Well, bitterness in the Greek comes from the Greek word pikros, which is, pikros is the root word. It means it's where this word comes from. It's the seed in which this word comes from. And that word means sharp or harsh, pungent often in smell and taste, especially poison. It's very interesting how that is put. See, I talked about this idea of when, when we're hurt, there's a wound, and that wound, if it's not cared for properly and quickly, it can become infected. Well, when wounds become infective, uh, infected, they can't heal because the body is fighting the infection. The infection is fighting the body. And if the infection spreads, there becomes more damage and it becomes uh, more important and imperative that, that we fight the infection because if it sets in, the more the damage, the, the worse it can get to the point where it can even kill us. Well, in life, when we are hurt, there becomes wounds in our heart, in our inner man, right? The, the part of us that's unseen is often wounded in ways that we cannot physically see. Now, when we are harmed in life, sometimes they can be very uh, physical and we can see those wounds. But oftentimes, when it comes to forgiveness, a lot of those wounds are ones that are not seen. Now, is one wound greater than the other? If someone physically hurts you and you are wounded and you have scars, does that, 
Does that mean that if someone was wounded and the wounds that are on the inside are, are, are less important than the wounds that were done physically on the outside? No, there's no comparison. When you are hurt, it hurts. And you need to heal. And you deserve to heal. Well, when we're hurt and we're wounded and we allow bitterness to take root in our wound, it, it cuts deep. It digs into us and it is harsh and it causes infection. It can be pungent. It can have a harsh smell. It's very interesting if you've ever seen an infected wound. Oftentimes it is hot to the touch. It can smell or be pungent. And like the old saying goes, man, that looks infected. That looks infected. Oftentimes in our life when we are hurt by somebody, we become bitter. We allow bitterness to set in. Why? Because of malice, because of anger, envy, hatred. I mean, all these things that root up in our heart. Because someone harmed me, someone hurt me, someone did me wrong. Perhaps we even wronged ourselves, hurt ourselves, and we become angry and we want justice. We're upset, and that is where bitterness takes root. And an infection forms. What's the cure? The cure is to give kindness where it's not deserved. See, when we can look at ourselves in the mirror or we can look at that person that's harmed us and we say... You know, I'm going to be kind in this situation and I'm not going to try to get revenge. Right? The Bible says, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. <laughs> it's to say, you know, I'm not going to try to seek revenge on you. I am not going to try to punish you. It's more than that. I'm going to give you to God. And God will deal with you appropriately. I trust my God. And my God is bigger than me. He's bigger than you. And He is a perfect, righteous, and just God. And I trust Him. See, when we can show that towards others, what we can do is allow God to bring healing and show us grace. See, a lot of times in life, the one thing keeping us away from God's will, the one thing keeping us away from healing to an abundant life, receiving and understanding the blessings of God and His grace, is godly perspective. You know, one of the hardest things that happened in my life, 
when it come to me forgiving myself is I had to ask myself, do I deserve it? Even when, when there was times in my life that people hurt me, do they deserve it? And the answer to them and to me is no. I don't. Before God, what do I deserve? I was an enemy of God. I'm not a quote-unquote good person. I have faults, and I should be judged for those faults just like everyone else should be. There should be an accountability. But who has the authority to judge? And who can I trust to do a good job with it? Not me. Matter of fact, before God, I am guilty just like everyone else, just like you, just like those that hurt us. So when I have this perspective perspective in life and I come before the throne of God and His grace and His love and His kindness, I say, I am unworthy. And in my unworthiness, Christ extends love and forgiveness to me, though I do not deserve it. And He saves me. See, our walk, our Christian godliness, our path of healing, our path of forgiveness has to start with a proper understanding of where we stand before God and His love towards us. Why do I say that? Because it's in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32, it says to forgive others as what? God has forgiven us in Christ Jesus. What's the standard of forgiveness? As God has done it. Man, but you're asking a lot, rustic preacher. You don't understand what I have been through. You don't understand the pain. I can't just let it go. I'm not asking you to just forget about it. No. If you walk into a store and the cashier kicks you in the shin every time you come through the door... I don't expect you to keep coming through the door and allowing them to kick you. No, it comes to a point where you go, well, I I might not want to walk through that door because I'm getting kicked. Matter of fact, it might come to the point where you have to get authorities involved say, hey, this person kicks me for no reason. Or maybe at the shop somewhere else, say, I I can't have you kicking me. No, I'm not asking you to blindly just say, well, it's okay, you hurt me, I don't mind, you just keep hurting me and I'll just keep forgiving you and all is, you know, even and, and no. I just want the wound to be able to heal. And once that wound heals, it'll become strong and the scars will be left as a reminder that you can see where not only you have been, but where God has brought you through, and also that you, you don't desire for it to happen again. Maybe we learn times that, man, I don't want to do that again because it hurt. Or, man, I, I can't be put myself around these people. Or, man, I need to get away from this situation because the wounds that it's causing.
See, there has to come a time in our life where we trust God enough to say, God, I'm going to let you handle this. And I'm not saying ignorantly. I'm not telling you that that you're not in a real situation that you need help. No, get the help. That, That could be going and talking to a counselor. That could be calling the authorities. That could be physically leaving from a place or a person. Get help. Part of trusting God is moving forward and allowing God to work in that. But when we can forgive others, we can say, you know, God, I give them to you. I trust that you are going to deal with this. God, I pray that person comes to know you and repents of their sin. Maybe even yourself, God, I don't like what I've done and and, and I, I don't love who I am. So the answer is to repent of it, God. I don't want to do this anymore and, and I'm I'm gonna turn from it and I'm gonna I'm gonna walk towards you and I'm gonna follow you and and guess what? God forgives you. Right? The Bible says if we're faithful to confess and ask to God our sins, he will forgive us. Even when we don't deserve it. Because He says we're worthy and because He bestows that wealth on us when it's not deserved. See, when we do this, when we forgive, what happens is we conquer that forgiveness. We we, we conquer with that forgiveness and we conquer the bitterness, the malice, the envy. That forgiveness becomes an antidote and and it takes the malice and the envy and the anger that cuts us, that gives us a smelly attitude, that, that, that keeps us infected. And it separates us from that and it attacks it. And what happens is we begin to put on kindness. We become tender-hearted. That word in the Greek means that we have healthy innards. <laughs> So forgiveness is the key to healing. And when we don't forgive, essentially what we are doing is saying, no God, I can do it better. And the root of bitterness takes hold of us and it springs up and causes trouble in our life. And by it, many become defiled. That's what Hebrews twelve fifteen says. When you face forgiveness, you need to have a perspective before God of His grace and His love and your motivation for your walk in life should flow from what God has done for you for me for us there comes a point in our life that when we allow God to work and we step back and say hey God I need you to deal with this I can't God I have been bitter and angry for too long help me forgive because ultimately That's the only way we're capable of doing it is in God. 
and your wounds will begin to heal. The infection of bitterness will begin to be attacked by forgiveness and and cleansed and purged out of you. And the more you lean on God, the more you feed from Him, drink from His Word, you will be strengthened, you'll become strong, and you will heal. But you have to trust your God and understand His love for you. And if He loves you and cares for you, and He is a perfect God and a just God, He will make things right. And it may not be immediately, and it may not be exactly how you envisioned it, but it does say that He'll work it together according to His purpose, which is perfect. It'll be good again. He'll make it whole or complete. I've talked on this for a while, and, and I don't want to confuse everyone when it comes to forgiveness, but I will say this before I close. If you are struggling to forgive somebody because you feel like they're getting away with it or that by forgiving them you're saying that it is okay, that is not what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is not for them It is for you. It's for you. You need it to heal. And it's only possible if you can trust God with the situation, with the outcome. And if you allow those wounds to heal and you lean on God and you seek help, You will only be stronger through it. And it will prevent future pain and future wounds from occurring in your life and those you love. Do they deserve it? No. But can you trust God with it? I pray that you can. This is not an easy task. But it does start with one simple step. To place your trust in Jesus Christ. Not only with your soul, but your life and your circumstances. By doing this, you will not allow bitterness to take root in your life. By this, you will prevent infection. And if you're already there, if, if you've been struggling with forgiveness for a long time, well, the best time to start fighting an infection is as soon as you recognize it. Today is the day. For you, that might start with a conversation with God, with others, with yourself, with a counselor, with authorities, whatever it may be. Because you need to begin to heal. I do pray today that today that whoever hears this message, that that process would start now. And I'm going to pray for you right now. God, 
I am no miracle worker. I don't have all the answers. I'm not a great expositor. I'm not famous. I, this is a silly podcast that a few people listen to by a rustic preacher that loves the outdoors and loves God and loves others through that. So, Lord, I just pray right now that if someone is struggling to forgive themselves, that you would show them your forgiveness through your love and your compassion and your kindness and that you would heal those wounds. God, that they could walk strong in your presence and feel your grace. God, and I pray that if someone has been hurt by someone else other than themselves, that God, that you would show that same grace and love in their life so that their wounds could heal and that they would give that person to you God, and that you would show them the proper response in grace and mercy of how to deal with the situation, God, and that you would help them and provide the help they need, God. If in a situation that they need protection, that you would open the doors to that and that you would give them the strength to walk through it. Or God, if there needs to be things brought to light, that you would shine your light on those situations and that you would, God, be a just God. God, we trust you with these situations. And Lord, I do pray that today this message would impact those that are hurting and that they would find healing in their life. Lord, I ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, There's the topic for the day, forgiveness, forgiving others and forgiving self. I'm sorry if I uh, didn't cover it well or if there was some confusion. Uh, For the short uh, time we have, I don't know if I did it justice, but I hope that helps. Perhaps it's just the seed planted or the start, the beginning of a journey. I'll sign out, the rustic preacher, and remind you again that God is good all the time, and God is real, so we should be real too. 